Hey group chat, it's Glenn. If you know how the girls get down, you know we prioritize self-care and wellness. It's the reason why we started our series, Self-Care Sunday. And now we're bringing you a brand new series dedicated to wellness called Wellness Wednesdays, which we're doing in collaboration with Outdoor Voices. Every Wednesday in October, you can tune in as we talk about how we're taking care of ourselves and being well during these very unprecedented times. On this episode of Black Girls Texting, we're going to give you a taste of our first episode where we talked about journaling, healing, and got real vulnerable with each other. We think you're going to love it. And then, of course, be sure to tune in every Wednesday this October on Outdoor Voices' Instagram page to watch us sound off about all things wellness. It's Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. This is Glenn at Bedside Brat. Wow, you did us. Welcome, welcome Goodbye. to Black Girls Texting. Tea is steadily spilled in our group chat, and each week we let you in on it. I'm Chels Pinky. I'm <laughs> And I'm Sade, and this is our first installment of our month-long series called Wellness Wednesday with Outdoor Voices. So excited! So excited. Thank you all for joining us, ladies. We have to let these folks know who we are, what this whole intro is about, what the tea we spill is, like, what's going on? Let's let them know. Yeah, so we are the hosts of a weekly podcast called Black Girls Texting. We've been doing it for a little over two years now. Um, it's all dedicated to the sanctity of the group chat, which I'm sure y'all know, y'all who are watching know that everything goes down in the group chat. It's like a digital safe space, essentially, a place to connect with your friends, to, to send links to articles, like, you know, what that man is doing in office on the day-to-day. Uh, also to, 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 to support each other, cheer each other on, to talk through relationship troubles all the above. So that's what we do in our group chat on the regular and we take it to our podcast every week. Yeah. We're so excited to be here. I love it. So we've been talking to the OV team for a while just on ways to partner and it's been kind of a whirlwind because as we were having initial conversations, we went straight into quarantine and a lot of what we do is all about in-person events, um, getting to meet folks and just having we have really awesome guests that join us um, which we will have in this series we'll share more about that but because of the times we are bringing this to you digitally but it's great now because everyone's going to have access to wellness wednesday um, which is really going to be a weekly series that talks about different ways that we take care of ourselves Um, self-care is so important it's super important to our brand because we feel as though it can come off selfish it can come off unnecessary at times. I think it's a bit of a stigma at times, especially in the black and brown community, especially for super hardworking women. But we wanted to bring to the forefront that it is a right. It is not a privilege. Everyone should have time to take care of themselves and to think about their mental health and their wellness on a day to day. So we were like, how can we make this just like a practice that everyone can have in their lives and we were like boom wellness wednesday (laughs) yeah i mean in in addition to that i also want to shout out the fact that although the three of us are doing this episode of wellness wednesday um we will be having amazing 
women joining us who are experts in this space. Um, I think it's really cool because we'll have women who are Black, who are Latina, who are of all different races, but I think in the wellness space, a lot of times it, it can be very white. Um, and there are other women and other people who are in this space too. So, you know, while it can be a stigma sometimes in our community, there are also like wellness pioneers in our community as well. So we're excited to introduce you to them. Thanks, Chelsea. Yeah, I love that idea of being a wellness pioneer because as I was doing some, some reading about just Black women's relationship to wellness, I was finding all these statistics and um, stories about the lack of prioritizing wellness as this like, generational thing in Black communities and that we're in a position to really like turn that tide. Like, I think we've talked about this on episodes before too. Like, how did we witness our mothers practicing wellness? Was it a daily thing or was it, uh, oh, I've like run myself like raggedy. I need to like take a day to like reboot or like I need to, I, I, oh, I could squeeze in a nap type of thing, right? But like we can, we can make this a routine and continue to pass this down to our children and maybe make change. Um, yeah, so this episode with just the three of us, we kind of just wanted to get into our own personal wellness practices, speaking of which. But before we get into that, we have to play on Better Reply, which is this game we always play in the spirit of texting, right? So if you get a a text that you're not here for, somebody sent you something wild or reckless, you're going to leave it on red, right? Typically. Or if you're like me, you might entertain it for fun. Um, Ben loves the foolishness. Uh, Or if it's, you know, stimulating and positive and might add to your life, you might reply to it. You should reply to it. On red or reply. So for this week's uh, Wellness Wednesday themed on Better Reply, we have some strange uh, wellness trends that we're going to share, like how we feel about them, if we'd be down to try them. Are they just out of this world and what we would not do that. I'm going to put quotes on your strange. You're right. Don't wellness shame. We don't kink shame. We don't wellness shame. You are so right. Whatever works for you works for you, right? Okay, so then what about this? Bee sting therapy, which is said to reduce skin inflammation and star- and scarring. So you get voluntary bee stings. Would you leave that on red or would you reply? Are you curious? That's on red. I'm scared. It's on red for me. I am afraid of pain. No. Yeah, that's I why I'm trying. I'm yeah. curious, but I'm kind of into pain. <laughs> also, you get laser. Yeah, but that's a necessary thing for my wellness because I'm super hairy <laughs> and like a little furry. So for my personal wellness, I like to be smooth. Okay. <laughs> All right. The next one is silent retreats. I would reply to that. I think yeah. I think something really interesting could happen in terms of like how you understand yourself if you just like don't talk for a while or don't hear even hear the words of others. Um, so I think that's interesting. I've always wanted to do something like that. They have these retreats called Vipassana and you can go to like 10 days, everything's included, all vegan. I have a few friends that have done it and one of my friends goes every year and she says it like, it just changed her life. So I would like to research more about it, though, because it's kind of sounding like some sort of appropriation type wellness thing. Mm. Like, is that an actual, like, important practice that, like, 
mean something that we're missing? I don't know. I would want to research it a bit more. I see. I see your point. I see your point. Shop couldn't do it. I can't shut up. So I know absolutely not. That sounds like a torture retreat for me personally. So <laughs> um, that's on red. But I. That's great that some people can do that. That's very impressive. And you know, that's a part of wellness. Like different people need different things. So figuring out what would work for you. I know that would not work for Sade. No way. Couldn't do it. Could not. I already know. All right. Last one. Flotation pods. So like these like sensory deprivation chambers. Yeah. Oh my God. Should we all go and do that? I've been wanting to do it for so long. Oh my God. Let's do it. Reply. Reply all. Reply all. (laughs) Okay, next Wellness Wednesday, we'll be coming to you live from a flotation pod. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. All right, but on on, on some realness, what are the ways that you all personally practice wellness? What do your routines look like? I mean, I was going to say mine, you know, I have a bunch of different routines, but I think something that is my tried and true is putting on something comfy um like my mock neck that I have on right now it's super soft um and just like that's OV right yeah it is I need it all <laughs> dripping OV yeah no it's super cute but it's like it's comfortable like putting on something comfortable um that makes me feel good um is a part of my self-care practice like I've you know we've been inside in quarantine and it's so easy to just like be in pajamas all the time. And like every once in a while, I have to see myself dressed up. I know that might sound bad, but like I have to remember who I am. Because <laughs> um, you're in like, you know, sweatpants and a t shirt all day. And it's like, you can't just, I mean, unless you want to. But for me, I can't just like let that happen for too long. So just, you know, getting in something that I feel good in. I feel you. I think mine is a combo of like physical and then like a mental activity. So I've been like so off and on with my work working out because I've been like traveling and, and bopping around. But I find that when I do like wake up and work out and stretch, I feel so good after I dread it before. But like after it's done, I'm like, wow, that felt amazing. It felt amazing to like move my body. Even if I just wake up and stretch, like I'm trying to really get back into that just because I think it like wakes you up in a way. I don't know. It just like makes me feel connected to my body to be able to be like, I'm going to make my toes do that and my back do this and my hamstrings do that. But anyways, (laughs) multi-use. And thinking about my mental health, um, I think journaling has been a huge practice of mine. Another thing that I've fallen off of, at one point I was doing it every single night. Now I usually do it once a month. So when it was nightly, it was just one page. Like I just filled the page of like rambling. Now my monthlies are like check-ins. So it's kind of like I read the previous month and I see how I was feeling and I reflect on it and then I speak to how I'm feeling now. And it's kind of nice because I'm able to be like, wow, like last month you were not happy you were in a rut or last month you were super happy and now you're not and it just helps me understand that like nothing's permanent so to not like sweat the little things but to also be appreciative of the good things so it's a nice balance for a leo like me who lives in extremes it's very helpful (laughs) 
I like that. I want to start doing that. That's cool. Yeah, I know. I wish I could get into journaling. Um, I think it's really a, a writer. I know. I mean, but I write. I am a like a personal essayist, so a lot of the stuff that I write is it serves the same kind of purpose, and maybe that's why I don't like journal in the same way. But I write through things through my work quite often. Um, but wellness for me, I mean, I see a therapist, which is really great. And um, I love to cook. I, it's just, that is like, it's like meditation for me, cooking. It's like put on a podcast or put on some really good music and I'm just in the kitchen. I could, I could spend like an hour or more. Like, I don't care if, it take, if it's a process. Um, well, wellness for me is definitely therapy um, and cooking. Cooking is like my meditation. Um, I feel like I can be creative in the kitchen. Um, I just kind of like can turn my brain off a little bit and that's so important for me. Um, yeah. So I'm really, and also I've been finding like I can save so much money in it too. So I'm cooking like every single day and I'm blocking off like an hour and some change to do that for myself. And then like sitting down and like eating whatever I made is so rewarding, you know? Mm, I love it. But to the topic of journaling, since Chelsea and I don't journal like that, um, we all got this, we got gifted this book, actually. Um, it's Alexandra L., who's this Black woman, a poet, a writer, who's also really big in the wellness space. She created a journal. It's called Today I Affirm, and it's a journal that nurtures self-care. So I thought that maybe we could just ask, I could pose some of these questions to y'all, um, and we can use this as an exercise and maybe you at home could do that. Yeah, maybe y'all at home or who are watching along. Um, because I think journaling can, journaling can feel kind of intimidating to start. Like, what do I even write on the page? So I like that this has, like, guided um, prompts, if you will. They get, they get intense. What makes you soft? So it, in this book, I have it. I need to open this book up. You would journal about what makes you soft. That's your prompting method. Yeah, I love that. Oh, well, that's so that's so dope. What makes me soft? What makes soft? What's interesting is the thing that made me think of soft. The way I defined it was what makes you cry. Interesting. That's not how I heard it. Really? I heard it like what makes you like let your guard down. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, I'll answer it in my interpretation but I also really like yours as well. So I'll take a stab at it. Um, what makes me soft, AKA Sade's definition, what makes you cry are old people. Like, I don't know what it is. I have such a soft spot for old people. So I'd probably write about how much I love old people. My obsession with them is like how much wisdom they have. And just like, they're so fucking cute. Like, I don't know what it is. And then I think I would probably try to like unpack why I love that so much and it would probably lead me to like my grandparents or something and I'd write about that um but in terms of what makes you let your guard down I don't know that would be a that would be a, a thesis really yeah okay what's the first thing that pops up in your head though what makes me let my guard down I think it's like trust which sounds like oh duh but like trust on another level because like I trust y'all but like do I want to sit and divulge all of my personal traumas with you two absolutely not so it's like a level of trust that is like 
in the depths of my soul. And that takes a really long time. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting though, that that, that that would be considered being soft in that way, because it also seems so scary and um, I don't know, intense. Right. But softness for me made me feel like a sense of like something good. Like it makes me feel like comfort when I think about how I feel soft. It's like how I feel comfortable. Interesting. We all heard it differently. So what makes you feel, or answer whichever ones you want. I think I might answer all three. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I guess I'm thinking about when I'm really comfortable and I feel like soft and tender. It's bad. To, it's, it's like feels bad. But like, you know, like when I'm with a partner who I trust in, like, you know. Like who? And if you were like laying <laughs> together or something. Who is this partner? Really Who's the partner that comes to mind? Very soft. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, t- like, I'm being like so nurturing and shit. I'm like, oh, who is this person? I don't even know where this is coming from. Okay, what mm. makes you cry? Makes me cry. Oh God, like everything. It's ridiculous. I used to hate crying. I used to hate it because my mom, if she caught me crying, she'd be like, oh, are you feeling a little emotional? And I just hated that word emotional. I just hated how like me crying was like a oh, like, let's have a cry fest. It just felt, like, very mushy. I don't know how to describe it. Like, so I even find myself now, like, holding back tears in moments. Um, but literally everything, like, an Apple commercial could make me cry when people are, like, on their computers and, like, doing amazing work and they're, like, achieving everything and being successful and creative. I'm, like, weeping. Every, I cried everything, literally everything. Um, okay, so I thought immediately, like, what makes you soft is, like, what, like, softens you like let you let your guard down um so for me that is probably like some proof that I can count on you so like you've proven yourself that I can count on you and I can do that and also you are soft with me as well like I'm never going to be the only one being soft we got to both be soft or we'll both be hard and well, then, yeah go ahead and then what makes me cry, that's also deep because there's different types of crying. What makes me like cry if I'm really mad, but what makes me cry, like sweet cry, is <laughs> um, like moments where people are like opening up and being sweet slash young people. And, oh like, yeah, kids make me cry. Yeah. Make me cry. Teenagers make me cry. Like seeing the teenagers like really activating and I mean really they're a huge part of the movement right now are you know young people and that's super cool to me um so yeah yeah damn yeah maybe like justice makes me cry in a weird way to say it that way but, like you know when I yeah. see people like prevailing or like making it happen that that it, it's just very moving it's very inspiring um so the adverse of that question is, what makes you strong? So I think I was the closest to the definition. What? Oh, 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 because you're thinking about with the opposite question being what makes you strong? Yeah. But whatever. What makes you strong, Chelsea? What makes me strong? What makes me strong? What makes me strong? I think my understanding of self, like I don't know everything about myself, but at the core of myself, I know I am a good person. Like, I know I want goodness for other people. I know I want goodness for the world. It doesn't always come across that way. But, like, having that reminder, 
like knowing that keeps me strong. Like when I'm being critical of myself and I'm like, wait, Charles, like relax. That makes me strong. Mm. I think my family and friends, um, because I always know I have like a support system. Like it's so funny when I'm like stressed out about work, my parents are always like, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, you always have a home. And it's like, word, like I have like a, a solid foundation and people that support me. And so I never feel like I'll be, you know, completely defeated because I know I'll always have like a home and like, not just a physical home, but like a people rallying around me. So that makes me feel pretty, pretty strong. Oh yeah. I was going to say the exact same thing. Like I, I, the foundation of, of my family and like everybody that's come before me and like have, have created just, they've given me the ability to even do the things that I do. So yeah, they keep me strong. They keep me solid. Let's see. Hmm. What goodness am I pouring into the world? These are not, these are not jokes. These are not for play. These are not for play, play. What goodness am I pouring into the world? I think I'm sometimes, this, this is like a, a gift and a curse. I think I'm sometimes maybe too positive. I'm like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's fine. But I think that that attitude helps just make, you know, the glass half full versus half empty kind of perspective. I think it brings goodness into the world because it just allows, I think people around me to not stress out too much. And I think it like makes others around me feel like things are going to be okay. And I think that everybody needs a little bit of that. Everyone needs a little bit of like, everything's going to be fine. It's going to work out kind of attitude. So I think that's, that's my thing. Um, have you heard of toxic positivity? I literally just heard that term. That's why I'm bringing it up. I'm like, oh, wow, what timing? She's like, mm, yeah, <laughs> all that said. Have you ever actually heard of toxic positivity? <laughs> not like... no, no, that's not how I meant it. But I didn't even know the term, and it's, it's a real term. And it's like, you know, sometimes you might be having a bad day, and you say, hey, friend, I'm having a bad day, and they're like, no, you're not. It's fine. It's all going to be great. And how that like makes you feel even worse. Oh yeah. 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 I could see that. Um, but anyways, I just, I just heard of the term. So Google it. So this is the group chat right here, y'all. Okay. This is the dynamic. <laughs> um, okay. What, what was the question again? What no, no, no. I want to hear the, the wording. I want to hear how it was phrased. What goodness am I pouring into the world? Okay. What goodness am I pouring into the world? I think being genuine. Um, like if I'm like saying something to you, that's like actually how I feel. I'm not like, I don't come with other motives. Um, so I think that's good. Again, I'm very self-critical. So I'm like, could be bringing a whole lot more goodness, but I think that trait is one that I wish everyone had. 
Yes. I was going to say the, say the same thing and like the ability to show up. Like I should show up. Um, like when I'm in spaces with people, I like to show, I like to be present with them, I guess, in a genuine way where like I'm truly listening. Um, yeah, just being there, I guess. I just think that, there, that there's, people are very absent these days, like absent in relationships, but absent in them, in friendships, but absent in their friendships, just absent, you know? Yeah. 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 Which is when I hear myself say that out loud, that's like really sad. But um, I know it made me think of like all the. I haven't seen the documentary yet, but it's like there's one that everyone's talking about on Netflix, um, and it's about social media. Yeah, like uh, thinking yeah. about like how I don't know. I just feel like culturally there's such a shift, and like you know you might not even know how to communicate or like be a real person. I mean, even our generation has less knowledge of it than like my older sister and like mm-hmm. I don't know it's just so but let's put some positivity out there. yeah okay well right, Glenn, you got one more let's uh um let's see do we want to talk about love do we want to talk about yeah. love okay list five ways you want to be loved oh damn Wellness is work. <laughs> what's, inter- what's interesting is even in like that kind of question, when thinking about wellness, it's also like, it's important to be like intentional in the way that you live and like having clarity on, on the things that you want are a way to hope in some ways, try to ensure some wellness, right? Like if you know, these are the things that you need to be loved in a successful way. And then and you don't get yourself involved with the opposite that can avoid, can help you avoid some situations that will be unwell for you uh, or toxic for you, hopefully. Um, five ways you want to be loved. Let me, I, I can take a stab. Um, damn, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take a stab. <laughs> Over here racking my damn brain. I mean, that's, it's, it's a tough one, right? Um, I think, go ahead, Chelsea. I <laughs> you lost your train of Sure did. I'm so different. No, I think one, it, I mean, it's, I'm trying to think of like five that makes sense. The one that's coming right. out at the top of my brain is like showing up. Like, okay, you know, I care about this podcast and like you come to all of my events. That's something my boyfriend, when we had live events, did and like that means a big that's like a big thing for me that feels I feel loved in that moment Mm -hmm. um even if you're like damn I'm tired I'm coming from work but you come show up to my event I feel like that's that's love um okay I gave one let's do a circle yeah I like the circle idea um (laughs) I think just like I need like affirmation. So like telling me like, I really appreciate you or like, I really loved that you did X, Y, Z or just like, if I come up with a date idea and you really like it, like tell me you really like it. <laughs> like I need to know because I don't know. It just like affirms 
I think me, but it affirms us as well. So I think um, it's also interesting because I went straight to romantic. Like this could be platonic or friendly. Um, and I don't actually ask that of my friends, but maybe I would like that too. I appreciate you, Shade. Oh, same. For all that you do. You, Glenn and Chelsea. Um, I, I think similarly to, to Chelsea in a way, like, uh, supported for sure. And I even think about like, like I was on a deadline the other day for this story that has been kicking my ass. My mom is, is my oldest editor. Like she's been editing my work since I was a kid and she was like, I'll read it for you. Like come over. And we sat up until like two o'clock in the morning when she helped me edit it, which was like crazy. Like she's she works all the time like she has no time that's love you know like that's sacrifice and it's like willing to be in it with me um so yeah support and sacrifice because i would do it too yeah Yeah, i don't know if you're gonna get five out of me but i think those those three are i think things that everyone may want but doesn't know how to maybe communicate it which is another I think just layer in general of like love I think I feel like I'm getting into the fucking love languages but that's what it makes me think of yeah no yeah I was thinking of so many things I'm like wow I also read because then when you brought up the fact that I I, my brain went romantic as well but like even in terms of like friends and family and romantic I think something else that popped up for me is like follow-up questions like if I tell you something I would like for you to ask me more about it because that's how we would get that's how we get closer because otherwise I'm not telling you about it if that makes sense like if you don't ask me I'm never gonna tell you oh Glenn and I were just talking about this the other day yeah yeah someone else I know very well is the same way and it is being challenged these days (laughs) she has oh yes that person has been told that they need to start asking more follow-up questions (laughs) It's true, though. I'm the person. I need yeah. to ask. <laughs> yeah, it, it like, can't be just like a one-way street, right? Especially if I'm like interested in you and your life, and you're not interested in me. That feels really shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I so agree. Like, take an interest in me. Take an interest. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, be, and once you collect that information... Be thoughtful. Like, I love just thoughtful. People are thoughtful for no reason. Pay attention. Please pay attention. Take an interest and pay attention. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. So I was thinking maybe the last thing we could do is, since she has affirmations in here, maybe we can read one. Okay. And we can affirm it. Glenn, I appreciate you and your facilitating skills. Yeah. Also, shout out to her because this is amazing. Can you remind? I know. Remind them what this is called. I feel like. Yes, it's called today. I affirm. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Oh, this is beautiful. Okay. Leaning into my truth validates my journey and makes me whole. Does that hit for y'all? 
leaning into my truth validates my journey and makes me whole. Damn, that just hit what that meant. <laughs> my truth validates my journey and affirms who I am. No, ma'am. Leaning into my truth validates my journey and makes me whole. And makes me whole. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? If you don't. I know, I didn't get that. That's what I got. (laughs) Where I was going with that is like, if you don't, I feel like if you don't lean into your truth and like fully accept yourself and love yourself, then you can't love others. And then if, whatever. I love RuPaul. I had a, I was going somewhere with it, but it's fine. Well, what it made me think of is we talk about this on our show, right? Our 20 something woes. And we were even talking about it earlier with girlfriends, you know, and how they depict these 20 somethings in their perfect lives, but people in our own lives and sometimes even ourselves, like we're 20 something and we might be in a job that's not necessarily aligned with our dreams, right? Or I don't know, all sorts of things when you're figuring it out. I mean, I know for me, like, I, like the thing I enjoy really, something that really brought me a lot of joy was acting class. Like reading words and like thinking about that story. And, and you guys know, I love television. I love film. Like I love characters um, and I'm not doing it anymore. And what the fuck, that's not cool. So yeah, that, that gave me a little slap. <laughs> I see. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like that's a truth for you. That's a thing that you know that makes you feel good. Yeah. yeah. And like when you lean into it, you feel more whole. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't even interpret it that way. Me I was neither, but now, from my truth. Now like, I see it. Well, like the things that you know about yourself and believe about yourself. Um, and that in, in that it validates your journey, it's like nothing is wrong with those things that are true about you. Of course, there's, there's things that you can change if you need to, if there, like, there's behaviors and things that, we, that can always be in, improved, but like you are like divinely created or something. You know? Yes, you are divinely created. Divinely created. This was amazing, Glenn. Again, I appreciate you for facilitating this and we really want to encourage everyone to just start to think about your wellness journey and your practices thank you so much glenn for facilitating this um and what we really want to encourage everyone who's watching this to do is to start to really think about what wellness means to you so every week we will be bringing just a different perspective on it this i think was definitely somewhat centered around like mental health and um, identity and, and, and self, but there'll be more in thinking about your body. There'll be more in thinking about the earth, the planet. Um, And next week we will kind of dive more into some of the space around nature and loving mother earth and what that means in terms of a wellness journey. But um, I don't know if you guys have any more. Yeah. Oh, I'll just say one more time. We sh- were shouting it out, but we were working from this journal today. Today, I affirm the journal that nurtures self-care by Alexandra L. Um, and yeah, with the theme of this of this first episode being about uh, journaling, really as a 
self-care practice. So if it feels overwhelming to you, as it kind of does to Chelsea and I, um, take a take a stab at it. Um, and you can always use a prompt to help you. Um, and there's no pressure. You're just it's just you in the page, which I think is a thing that feels overwhelming to me because it's just like, oh, like I'm talking to myself. I'm hearing myself. Yeah. It's very intense. Yeah. And it's a lot of, for, for me, Glenn. It's a lot of like, do I really want this on a page? Mm. Have you ever had that thought? Well, when you write it down, it's real. Like, yeah. oh my God, like, I really do. I it. really want to yeah. release this, and you really should. Um, yeah. I also also wanted to shout out that the author um, Alexandra L is a black woman or a woman of color. Um, I'm not sure how she identifies, but um, we also think it's very important to support people of color as i said earlier the wellness space is very white um and we need to uplift those who are not white as well in this space make sure y'all tune in we will be back next wednesday we're so thankful to our fam over at ov for decking us out so we could be comfy cozy cute while we chat with y'all and We'll be back next week with more. So make sure you, I want to say, like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Just make sure you come back. So yeah, and we love that you joined our group chat. If you want to hear more, we actually have a podcast called Black Girls Texting. Um, you can also follow us on our Instagram at Black Girls Texting. This is Glenn. Thanks for listening. All right, Wow. Goodbye.